0: Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. This is episode number 199, and in this episode, we're going to be talking all about all the animation news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con. We're going to talk about what's coming up on Disney Plus in the US in August, as we'll be talking about some of this week's new releases. But before we go any further, a quick bit of housekeeping, if you haven't already done so, make sure you do subscribe here on YouTube and also subscribe on the audio platforms as well. Go check us out over at whatson at disneyplus.com. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, etc. Right, okay. So what we're going to do first off is we'll 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 start off with the, with the, the title of this episode, which is obviously what we're looking forward to watching in August, and we're going to go roll through the list of things that have been announced for August for the US already. Um, there's a couple of things in there that will tie into San Diego and stuff, anyway. So let's jump into it. So the big one, the big one that was announced this week. Is on August the 3rd. We're going to be getting Lightyear. We'll be dropping on to Disney Plus. Um, literally, I think it's like 46 days or something after theatrical release. So, not long at all. Um, a lot of people have been sort of shouting a little bit about that being like, oh, it's because it flopped. No, no, this is the same as Doctor Strange. This will be pretty much standard for most of their films going forward. But yeah, Lightyear drops in, and I'm really excited to see what happens with this movie once it kind of gets out um and more people see it. I think it's I think it's gonna pick up an audience with once people start seeing it and sort of realizing actually what this film's all about.
1: Yeah, it it didn't feel like a Pixar film necessarily, which I think probably heard its word of mouth at the box mm-hmm. office. Like, oh uh, you know, it's a sci-fi whatever, mm-hmm. don't really need to. Uh, but now with it being available on Disney Plus, I think a lot more people are going to see it, and
0: um, yeah, I expect it to probably be at the top of at least the Disney Plus charts for a couple of yeah. weeks. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a big one. Um, but I'm I'm just really excited to see this one kind of like I said, getting out there to more people, and um, kind of maybe sway the idea that you know this isn't a bad movie. You know, it, it is it's a fun it's a fun good movie. Um, it's just a little bit misunderstood. I think the the marketing was a little bit all over the place for it. I was going to um,
1: say, I think I think it was a victim of people not really knowing what the movie was, thinking it was still the toys, you know, maybe it'd be Andy in his bedroom, like, you know, swooshing ships around and something like that, but no, this is, other than referencing some of the lines, uh, you know, with Buzz, you know, saying the lines that are also from the movie,
0: It it's its own little thing, and I think that will help it. Yeah, and I don't know as well as like a lot of people that didn't like the idea of it probably were never going to go watch it anyway. But um, it's definitely, I think it's going to be a, a big hit. I think coming um, right through, uh, sort of just onto Disney Plus. Also on the same day in the US, we'll be getting Alice Wonderland Baby, some new episodes, and some new episodes of The Ghost and Molly McGee, plus um, a making of Miss Marvel, a brand new assembled episode. So. Um, I I be honest, I I'm quite a little bit more interested in this one because it looks like there was a they had to make a lot more choices. You know, not only where they were filming it, but with the special effects and stuff. It just looked a little like they had to do a little bit more work on this one.
1: It depends on how willing they are to talk about the choices they made. That which is always the thing with the assembled. I want them to talk about the choices, but they end up talking about the technology or the actors going on about how how happy they are to be on the project, which sometimes worked out because like the the Shang Chi making up yeah. I thought works really well because uh Sima was so enthusiastic about the role yeah. it just kind of uh into this and I think uh, I don't remember her name off offhand yeah. but the woman playing Kamala Khan you know she is basically Kamala in real life so there should be a lot
0: of entertainment and seeing her talk about the character yeah that one should be good so that, that one's always good we're also gonna be getting new episodes of high school musical the music of the music of the music of the music of the, the, the series um which will be coming every single Wednesday right through um August. Now I'm going to talk a little bit later on about um, the first two episodes because I have seen them but just off the quick thing back to it, those two episodes definitely felt like they were back on track again They it was a lot better than season two um, they've kind of embraced being outdoors a bit um, less pe- less characters but you can tell they've planned for it better this time Um, so yeah generally um, I really enjoyed those two episodes but I'll just talk a little bit more about them later on so have that one there. Um, then on Friday, August the 5th, and um, we're gonna be getting the Lion King of 2019 version and also the Lion King 2 Simba's Pride sing-along versions. Um, so this yesterday they dropped the Moana and the Little Mermaid version onto Disney Plus all over the place. So they got loads of these lined up, they got more of them coming in. It's like I'm glad they're there, but it kind of feels a little bit like this is real cheap thought. (laughs) This is like, it's like, I'm glad they're doing it. I'm glad it's going on there. But I, I feel a bit like, really? We're making a deal of this.
1: (laughs) I mean, well, them making a deal of it probably is just because of the current lineup needing a little bit of spice, but honestly, the sing-alongs have always done really, really well, you know, because that's part of the appeal, especially as a young child is singing along to your favorite songs. These days it'd be, you know, something like from frozen or, or something along those lines but yeah it especially to adults it's probably like oh okay slow news week moving right along but i actually expect these will do relatively oh, well yeah. uh I know the in- are gonna be, kids are gonna be watching them
0: i know the encounter i think it's the thing if we can just put on subtitles and you got it it doesn't really but it's maybe yeah, they don't <laughs>
1: bounce and they don't have a little <laughs> musical note that tells you where you are in the song and all yeah. that stuff it, it is as much visual as it is uh, yeah. uh auditory Especially again, especially for kids, the, that visual of flow
0: of the music is part of the experience. Yeah, I know some people have been a bit like, Well, why do they, um, why are they listing it as separately? Because, it's like, here with Encanto, for example, you can see that they've got um, two versions, and I think a lot of it is just ease. I think it's just a mess so people find it easier. I think you know, if you have to click on the item. And then you have to go into the extras and then select another option. It's going to lose people. I think they just find it's just easier as a whole just to put it in. And it also clocks up. Because it's kind of weird because in some ways, I would imagine they wouldn't want to do that because it loses minutes watched and stuff. But I expect in the long run, it all nicely ties together. Um, We're also getting Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. So this one here will be arriving the only place it won't be arriving is australia and new zealand you'll be getting in september because apparently you can't work out that it's um summer for the rest <laughs> it's like re- like really disney you can't you know like you're gonna keep me but like, i'm sure they can work it out
1: <laughs> I, at the very least i'm glad that it's that everywhere else is getting it at the same time which is much better than the america gets it this week england and france get it that week and um, Asia will get it this week. So, Australia, I do feel yeah. bad, or in Australia and New Zealand, I do feel bad for you guys not getting this. Hopefully, though, this is an indicator that we will get more and more global yeah. releases and you guys will be included in the global releases as well.
0: It's, it's a bit like Mike, for example, the new uh, Mike Tyson mm-hmm. series. Um, it's coming to Disney Plus in Australia and Canada on the same day that Hulu gets it. But here in the UK, we've got to wait three weeks, so into September. So, it, again, yeah, it's so annoying how they do that.
1: It does seem like the Hulu and Disney um, Star ones are are worse at this than the Disney releases are at the moment. Yeah. But yes, please, I I recognize a lot of them have to do with uh, regional contracts and uh, distribution agreements. But please, let's we've been complaining about this literally since like the first Diz Kingdom podcast I was yeah. on. Let alone what's on Disney Plus.
0: Please, guys, yeah. just get it done. Yeah, so um moving on from there on Wednesday, August the 10th, we'll be getting 25 new episodes of the third season of Bluey. Again, Australia, New Zealand. You guys aren't getting that one because they're on um ABC down there, the Australian version of that, not the yeah. uh, the, the Disney version. Yeah,
1: Plus in the one year
0: makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um also it, and this is one I'm i would be I'm interested in watching is running wild with bear Grylls, the challenge. So this is with celebrities. Um just kind of doing a bit of a weird one. It's it started already on National Geographic. They're getting a few episodes ahead, then Disney Plus drops the whole season, and then National Geographic, and then they're still doing weekly afterwards. It's like a a weird release schedule, but um, yeah, so if you like uh, Bear Grylls, that's a good show for you to watch. Um, We're also getting I Am Groot the premiere. We're getting all five shorts. Now, yesterday at the um, animation panel, they did reveal the first trailer for this one here, so um, what did you think of that trailer? Considering it's for
1: shorts, it's very hard to judge. Uh, I don't know. It didn't grab me. Let's leave it at that. It did not grab it me.
0: Looks, it looks a bit weird, doesn't it? It's, mm-hmm. it's a little bit weird. It's, um, you know, I mean, like little aliens and like him wearing you know, like a, um, a Christmas tree, a gown and all kinds. Of, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm going in with this one. as like, this is just going to be stupid. And that's my, and it's going to be completely stupid and don't take it seriously. And, you know. I mean, basically, anyone that didn't like Fall, <laughs> Fall, Love and Thunder will probably won't like these. That's probably accurate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think if you're after serious stuff, this is not for you. But I'm looking forward to it. Um should be fun. Um Then on uh, August the 12th, we're getting um Disney Summer Magic Quest. So that, um, It's a shame this one's taking so long, because that came out on the Disney Channel back in June. You'd have thought they would have speeded that process up and then also both family oh, sorry father of the bride films will be arriving that day um it's just, it's i think this is good i think this is a little a, a little step forward in terms of adding stuff on there i think with all the success of only murders in the building which i think they should have put that on there this that would be a much bigger hit than that. but father of the bride great movies love them i, I don't i can't remember the last i probably it was probably the 90s when i last watched them but they're, they're two really good family friendly films
1: i know i've seen at least the first one but i don't remember it at all i don't mm. think i've ever seen the second one so I've, i will probably set some time aside to watch these because they are considered okay. you know pretty classic movies
0: i think i watched the, the first one when we were um and i got engaged and we were like going like you know like that kind of thing of like watching all married kind of stuff so yeah i have watched it at least well that was like 13 14 years ago um then the, on wednesday august 17th we're getting some new episodes of meet spidey and his amazing friends plus the premiere episode of marvel's she-hulk um so i'm hoping we get another trailer later today at san diego and i would be surprised if there wasn't but yeah um yeah she-hulk just looks fun looks good can't wait for that one
1: yeah and i'm very excited for the story on that one i know there have been a lot of complaints about the the cgi the way she looks in uh when she's in she-hulk form i share many of those sentiments it looks really weird that said the the story looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and i'm expecting some fun cameos in this one we already know
0: likely cameos yeah but i, I'm hoping yeah, I think for, for it's almost it kind of feels like this could be like a cameo of the week kind of show
1: mm-hmm. it,
0: it could have that kind of I mean, effect
1: it, depending on the the direction they go with it yeah you could definitely have her doing that you know, a, you know a, a law and order an ncis kind of thing every single week and Oh, there's
0: daredevil there's spider-man there's except I, I i not
1: don't actually think spider-man but that'd be fun
0: i kind of would like them to kind of lean in more on the episodic episode you know where there's a thing of more of a closed story with a few little hints of and a story going the right way through so it feels more like you get a, a beginning and end in this if they can work that out it'll be a good way apparently at san diego they were handing out people get handing out flyers um for um and if you rang the the she hope number you get through like the voicemail of the going have you been have you tried to save someone's life and you've been you know hit with a lawsuit call me and it's like really great fun marketing just something a bit fun with that one see that's what i wish they had used
1: damage control for instead with something in this series yeah. rather than rather than making them villains in miss marvel yeah and as as I said in our reviews of Ms. Marvel I thought they were better villains than the this I don't even remember the name of the other group anymore yeah Uh, the the people from (laughs) the inhumans
0: I'm just calling them Inhumans.
1: Inhumans. whereas in the comics the damage control is like the humorous group that comes in and Mm -hmm. cleans up after superhero battles and they're the ones who you know put your stuff back together and that would have slotted in nicely with She-Hulk kind of having them work you know, them doing their job of fixing things up and She-Hulk, and they're going, yes, let's make sure that the right people get in
0: trouble for this. You want to sue Doctor Doom? Okay, let's sue Doctor Doom.
1: Yeah, you know, that yeah, kind of thing.
0: It could be a lot. It's looking looking like that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, then on Friday, August 19th, um, some sing-along versions of Beauty and the Beast films along with Tangled. Um, So that should be fun. Then on Wednesday, August twenty fourth, will be getting season eight of Blackish. Now, interesting enough, that just dropped onto Disney Plus here in the UK this week. I mean, it just started up on E four, so I watched the first ep- I watched a new episode on E four, and then the next day it was all added onto Disney Plus. I'm like, so I've binged through like half the season already because I I really like Blackish, so I'm looking forward to watching this final season. So I'm currently enjoying that one. Um, some new episodes from Chibi. T- I can't say this one, Chibi Tiny Tales. Um, there'll be some new episodes from season two. Plus, um, second episode of She Hulk. So we'll be getting new episodes then uh, throughout the, the... There's three episodes dropping throughout August. Friday, August 26th, Doc McStuffins, The Doc, is in. Okay, it's an, an anniversary version of that one. And then finally, on Wednesday, August the 31st, we're getting America's National Park Season 1. Now, this is a brand new series. We don't really know too much more. I think Garth Brooks is um, narrating it. So, um, hopefully, we'll find out some more information at the upcoming... Probably the Critics Association is coming up at the end of the month, so it's all gone virtual now because of COVID, so um, we'll hopefully be finding out some more of that. Season 2 of Europe from Above, um, and then also Secrets of the Zoo down under Season 3, and the big one then is going to be two episodes of Andor, the brand new Star Wars series. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with this one. Hope uh, I don't think we're going to see anything this weekend for that one there. Um, But yeah, it's Star Wars and or and we've got She-Hulk and we've got Lightyear and we've got a few other bits and pieces. Not too bad. It's not. A, and I suspect they'll add a lot more because the list always just keeps growing right the way through the through the month. But yeah, what for you, anything else that stands out? well uh skipping over Andor and she hulk those are the obvious ones um that last one you mentioned with
1: garth brooks uh just to make sure that's a national geographic series right yeah. that's not a, a disney yeah. nature or something so that one's off obviously on the list i'm expecting some some really nice photography from that hopefully not as much shifting between slow motion and fast motion like america the beautiful had yeah. but um national Geographic's always is going to be something for me uh, not super excited for it, but because there's not a lot coming out with the same week, I will check out the first episodes or two of
0: uh, High School: of The Musical, The Musical, the series. The musical. I think yeah. I got it. Nothing there. it it's a oh. lot. It's a lot. It is fun. It's a fun series. Um, some other highlights coming from the other side. Um, unfortunately, normally we get sent like the UK list, and this this week they sent it out, but they didn't actually include the big lists. So I don't think they were they weren't able to finalize stuff. So there's a lot of shows I'm looking forward to watching um right through. Um things like The Patient, which starts at the end of the month. We've also got Mike, which obviously in the UK's been pushed back a little bit into September. I'm hoping we get the bear because there's a lot of talk about that show. Um but yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of great content um coming up. Um and also we've got the new Welcome to Wrexham, which is the new uh, FX series, all about them. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was buying a football club in just in Wales. So that could be I think as a Ryan Reynolds, I'll give a go. If it was anybody else it's soccer, I couldn't care less. But Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. is enough to bring me in to at least be like, I'll check out an episode and give this one a little, because if he's funny in it, which I suspect he will be, um, that'll be what will draw me in.
1: It'll depend on what angle they take on it, but
0: uh, it's a one-off, right? It's not yeah. a
1: season. It's just one single documentary. So that that at least makes it
0: easy. It's a weekly series. Oh, it is a series. Okay. Yeah. So well, and, we'll at least give the first one a try. Yeah. Also we got Prey as well dropping on the fifth of um with the apparently that was shown off at San Diego Comic Con last night and a lot of a lot of good reviews coming out of that one. Um like I think because it's stripped down to just you know basic fight between um her and a predator with you know bows and arrows and sticks and axes and stuff, it's it's a much more um hunter hunter versus hunter film so i'm looking forward to watching that one that that one should be uh that's definitely was the one i remember from last year when they announced the four um films that were definitely coming to um disney plus and hulu the prey was like oh i I like that i'll give that one a go i i've honestly been very ambivalent
1: on it like the concept of of a, a a predator 300 or however many years ago 400 years ago really didn't appeal to me too much but um if it's well directed well acted you know well to, well put together story i'm i'm definitely interested in seeing especially if it's going to be on hulu and easily accessible uh good reviews are also always going to be uh, a good indicator but again as with anything that you see this weekend for for people seeing first showings and stuff remember that the people who are there at san diego watching them really want to be there because you kind of yeah. have to fight to get into the yeah. uh, the movie screenings. So I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm just saying take these with a grain of salt and kind of get that word of mouth going closer to release. Yeah. Uh but that said, yes, I am more interested in it than I was last year when I was like, oh okay, sure. Yeah. Predator with Native Americans. It sounds fine. Now it the trailers make
0: it look a lot better than yeah uh, I was originally picturing. Um. So there's a lot of speculation about 411 Thunder because the 45 days I believe runs out like the end of August. Uh, my gut reaction is I think they're going to hold it till Disney Plus day. That's my, um. But they could drop it at the end of the month. They they could. But with Andor and She Hulk, will they want to give the an extra week or two? Maybe the late was it Labor Day weekend? What's that? Is it the first weekend of, um September? Yeah, it's, it's an no American idea. holiday, so I don't really know as much.
1: <laughs> I, I have no idea. But honestly, Memorial Day and Labor Day—I only know when they occur because work sends out a you know, oh, enjoy your Labor Day holiday and take a half
0: day on Friday or things like that. That's that because I know they're no re-releasing they um, Spider Man. Um, it's not no Labor Day. Oh, in the UK, that's because it's in. I was going in um, May. That's not right. So it's the fifth, fifth of September. So I know they're re-releasing Spider Man: No Way Home with some extra footage, but it wouldn't surprise me if they held out another weekend to kind of get some stuff out yeah so there we go so that is what we're looking forward to so far from the from the u.s side of point of view right so as i said they do have a tendency to add stuff that we don't know about and yesterday we had two major releases or three major releases on disney plus in the united states we had deadpool deadpool 2 and logan they only announced this on thursday and this led to um, a lot of excitement because this is the first rated R film to be added onto Disney Plus in the United States. Now, obviously, as us as an international fan, we've had access to Deadpool and Logan for nearly some you know eighteen months, two years. You know, there's so many comments from international people going, "What? Why are you guys still not getting it?" Because it was like, I think so many like like well, we've had it for so long, it's not even expected. But this was a big, big announcement. Um, It has led um, to a lot of speculation online that Deadpool 3 is going to be officially kind of revealed um, at San Diego Comic-Con event later today. Um, I think that's very easy to see why those two put two and two together. So, you know, I think it was a great marketing idea of dropping it right on San Diego Comic-Con for the weekend for people at home. But and also didn't really give anyone time to react to it. It was like, here it is. It's coming tomorrow. Bang. So I Mm suspect there was a lot of people that opened up Disney Plus on Friday morning and go, Deadpool? <laughs> um but this really opens the door up now for um mature content on disney plus this was i mean everything is in deadpool you know I've, i don't really put logan on the same cuz logan is a, an amazing movie it's, it's it's more violent and it's obviously got um, but deadpool hits on so many different levels that really pushes those boundaries more and more doesn't it
1: yeah in in terms of mature content deadpool's you know it covers everything
0: yeah. that that rated r Covers
1: whereas Logan is very specifically the violence, and it is a very brutal violence, and it fits the story. Uh, but Deadpool is the, like you said, it's all over the place, and you, you can't really point at any one thing in it. It's just like, no, it is rated R from the beginning all the way to the end, every single tiny bit of it.
0: Um, you yeah. know. Yeah. That's a said- yeah, it's it's such a it's such a big drop on to and I think not really kind of giving it chance to um get a lot of attention um obviously as you'd expect the ptc put out a statement saying of how you know they're criticizing disney for their you know putting on there and the brand and all the rest of it um which i i I get where they're coming from in some respects but in the world of netflix amazon hbo peacock disney can't be the disney plus can't be a babysitting service. and it's also very restrictive as well with the idea of like the rest of the world (laughs) <laughs> Disney Plus is this one platform of everything. And then in the US, it's like, no, no, no. We have to keep it just for children. Um, it, it's just it was not. And, you know, Disney's a very different company. This It's always that kind of weird thing as well. of like Disney was always good at hiding that it was making content for adults that you didn't realize they were. You know, with the days of Miramax, Touchstone, ESPN, ABC, just no one realized they were under the Disney banner. It's only really now that they like, pushing. And I think once they brought 20th Century Fox, that was them going, we need to focus more on this market because we're being left behind. Because that's, to me, the, the big why they wanted 20th Century was they wanted to really, like, state claim into having more mature content. Well, they wanted the catalog and the IPs,
1: uh, a lot of which are mature, like Predators and Aliens and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So that was obviously a big thing. I know as a kid, uh, I remember going to Hollywood Studios and going on the the back lot tour that they had back then. And and it opened with, and here we are on the set of Pearl Harbor. I'm like, why is Pearl Harbor uh, in in Disney? And then you go back, of course, oh, yeah, that was them. They just don't have the
0: Disney name on it it was like in paris they you know they had an armageddon attraction right you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, you know you'd go around the on the tr- on the trail uh, on this like thing and you see like um was it uh reign of dragons would be a set for <laughs> that, you know and it was always that kind of weird thing like you said of it disney was a mu- they kept their brand separate and of course in almost in, essentially like a pre-internet world it worked better you know they they got away with it of course once everything came together. And they've, you know, their branding and stuff's got much stronger. I want to say I mean, the Eye idea...
1: Dragons was universal because I seem to remember doing that on the universal backlog, but I could be misremembering.
0: Um, it could be, uh, uh, of
1: a rain of fire,
0: sorry, yeah, rain of fire. So I'm just trying to think because it might have been, um, it depends if it got filmed. No, it's a Touchstone Pictures film, yeah, it is a oh. Disney film. I, I, I enjoyed could... that film.
1: Yeah, I could have sworn that I saw that uh, on the Backlot tour at
0: Universal in um, Los Angeles. But either way, that's not the point. The I think it was that War of the World. I know when I did the, the Backlot tour in Universal, it was War of the Worlds was one of them. Well, yeah, there, were, there were several. Yeah. Yeah. They also had,
1: you know, like um, coming out of the motel and the slasher was going to yeah. come and cut you and things like that. Uh, anyway, not, not the point. <laughs> point being, Disney has a... a a large history a very large catalog of much more mature movies uh than just the the princesses singing and uh the stuff that we grew up with like bambi and robin hood and so on and they as you said they've done a very good job of hiding that over the years and they can't do it anymore on disney plus uh, because they have to chase what the majority of the audience wants right and as there will always be a segment of the audience is like no this is just for kids i want to be able to put on mickey's fun house and and then just not worry about my kid for the next four hours while i'm working and things like that mm-hmm. but the majority of people have spoken they have the numbers uh people are subscribing for the more mature content and it is the adults who are driving what is being watched rather than the kids yes
0: uh you know mickey's racers is always in the top 10 but so is the Simpsons. Mm. Well, also as well as I feel like the international market has really opened the stats up so they can see what's happening because um, like, for example, I'll bring it up here for us here. And so you ones on the video can see it, but you know, when you look here at the trending tab, like on the international version, you know what we've got here in the UK, you know, and you can see how, how it will work. You know, if you want to go onto the kids account, you can lock it up and you don't, you don't get to see all this stuff, but you know the, the trending here you know you got family guys constantly trending you know Grey's anatomy the simpsons modern family and bluey you know we have all of these shows in there you know all interconnected and stuff and it is just you know how it works and it works great and it's and it's having a lot of success and i the the, the release of deadpool was i think a i think that was a milestone moment i think this is the case of if you can put that on there don't give me any more excuses now about you know violence, swearing, sex. You know, that's got that all of that in there. This is that water moment of going right from this point on, we can move forward. And I am getting even close to that idea of like when they announce this ad supported tier, that is when the floodgates are really going to open and when they can go, We might put the price up a dollar or two a month, but we're going to give you all of this and then we'll start seeing that floodgate really open up once they can get those extra few bucks out of you but also more importantly get extra bucks out of people on the ads um tier because especially with tv shows like family guy and gray's anatomy etc that's where they can make some real money on those tv shows
1: yeah and we saw it happen with you guys too when when star came over to to disney plus they raised the price with like we're adding 700 items for you to watch you're getting your values worth it will probably be very similar uh here a large part of the catalog will get bolstered some of it will be adult but there'll also be
0: more kid-friendly stuff too it's just coming from a different part of the library yeah it, it just feels like now the they've been like playing with the marvel side the marvel feels like the and even the advertising campaign that they're running now this whole kind of like there's something different or something special on it, you know, and like, oh, you wouldn't expect that. It's like, this is all mine. Get, you know, they're using the Jedi mind trick. Like, you will get used to it. <laughs> Just doing it okay. nice and nice and slowly. And you know, because they can't, they're not doing the same advertising campaign. They, you know, they're kind of getting you warmed up on it.
1: Yeah, and Deadpool and Logan are definitely going to get people more primed for it and, mm-hmm. and ready to go with it. Because regardless of whether people have, qualms about having this content on there i expect that we're going to see those films do really well over the next couple of weeks uh mostly for the novelty factor but also Mm. they're good films. they're a lot of fun
0: yeah it's
1: really good the deadpool ones are a lot of fun logan not
0: so much but it's good for other reasons yeah that's i think that's gonna be a big one um also um let's shift and then carry on with the marvel theme so they had the animation panel last last night at the San Diego Comic Con and we got some new details on some of the new shows and stuff that are heading our way. So obviously we did I Am Group, so we know that's coming on um August the 10th. Has been confirmed there's gonna be five more shorts. So there will be a second a second season. Um Spider-Man Freshman Year is going to be coming in 2024. So this was announced at Disney all these were announced on Disney Plus Day last year. Um so we're getting uh in this new series it's kind of like 1960s comic book style, um, the the graphics and stuff. It's going to have lots of villains in there. Doctor Octopus. There's going to be a whole host of different characters in there as well, Um, including Norman Osborn is going to be like a mentor to Peter. Um, It was just really thrown out, and he's got like a whole load of suits because it's supposed to happen before Civil War, but it's almost like feeling like it might be a multiverse at this point because it's starting to drift. He's got, he's gonna like, how can he have a future Foundation suit? Before he's it, I don't know. There's there's it's all looking a little bit odd, but this one's a couple of years away, so hopefully it'll make a little bit more sense when it arrives. It's also been confirmed there will be a second season, um, called uh, Spider Man Sophomore Year. Um, and like I did say in the video today, I know like in the US, but sophomore and freshman don't have any meaning outside of the US. I'm like, what I actually don't know what sophomore year is. So, what is it? Is it second? Is so, that a second yeah, a second year, so it
1: goes. Freshman, sophomore, junior, senior is the, yeah, the okay. high school. Program. Yeah, we, we just use
0: numbers here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> eighth, ninth, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, Yes. So well, was just you, like, yeah. I mean, you
1: can do that too. You can go, on yeah. in my, I'm in 10th grade, I'm in 11th yeah. grade, and people will know what you're talking about. They'll automatically yeah. go, 11th grade, that's your junior year. Yeah. But yes, it. You know, the thing is, you're always going to get something like this. Mm-hmm. They could also do it in a style that, uh, a person from France would recognize her. Right? Yeah. This is our system, and us over in America and you in the UK, Billy. Uh, these, these words mean nothing. I know the words are English, even though it's in France, but what? I don't know yeah. yeah. It
0: just it, it's like I said, freshman year it was like I was like, okay, that's like the first year. Sophomore was like, What is that? I was like, Yeah, mm. so yeah, this and again that is the issue that can happen sometimes. It's, it's like homecoming and all the rest of it. We don't have any of that, but I mean they didn't change the name for any of this. Um we're also getting um season two of what if it's gonna be coming in early 2023. Um, so we've got a little bit longer to wait. Um, more episodes. Um, there will be a story where Captain Carter is like meets the Winter Soldier. There's going to be an episode with, like, Odin and, and the Mandarin. So that's going to be an interesting um, combination. Um, Hella from 4 Ragnarok. This is an episode with her in. Also, uh, like, a version of 4 Ragnarok where it's actually Tony that goes to Scar rather than uh, 4. So he's going to be there with, like, um, yeah, it's, that should be a little bit interesting. It's also been confirmed a third season has been greenlit, and so there's going to be more what-if. Um, but yeah, so that one that one looks to be a little bit fun. Also, it was revealed that the Captain Carter in the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is not the same one as in What If? She's from another multiverse. Uh, given what happened in Doctor Strange, <laughs> that's not really a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this is confirmation. So yeah, So more What If, um, which I'm looking forward to. I think this is, I think this is a, a smart move to kind of ex- keep expanding. Because this feels like a show that will never end well that that was the thing with the comics it, yeah.
1: it never ended and even after the that particular series ends they normally dust it off a couple of years later uh they did try rebranding it as the Exiles for a couple mm-hmm. of years but that was that was basically yeah. just a, a couple of X-Men character popping through multi-dimensions and oh mm-hmm. what if Dr Doom opened a coffee shop or you know things yeah. like that it got they they started to really reach by the end of it I, I bet he makes onto yeah. it here too
0: mean yeah. so. I, I bet he makes a good panini um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you this I impressed um mm. yeah so so more what if also there is a spin-off series uh, Marvel zombies which has been confirmed to be a spin-off of what if um, this one is going to be ma this so is gonna be mature audiences so they are up in the age range on this one so'll be plenty of gore and guts and blood and stuff in this series don't know when that one's coming. So that one might be a while off. They didn't give a date. So it could be 2025. It could be um, even, you know, we don't know when that will drop. Um, there's a team of superheroes. So you've got like Yenna, Hawkeye. You've also got Shang-Chi. There's um, Red Guardian. And I think it might be Miss Marvel or someone. Um, so there's a team there. They, they're like the humans. And then obviously you've got other superheroes are villains, including Captain America, Captain Marvel. the abomination so there's gonna be a lot of a lot of fun with that i'm looking for i like that was my favorite episode of what if so i'm looking forward to this series a lot yeah and i think it was one of my least favorite episodes of what if but
1: um a lot of people do it it's been a very popular franchise Mm. within marvel for
0: decades now uh this is a no-brainer uh pun yeah. intended it, yeah. it makes sense yeah. for them to do this and i'm glad they are leaning in on the ma stuff i feel like you know mm-hmm. making it mature is what this you can't do zombies eating brains and like uh, killing people softly for too long you can do it you can get away with it for an episode but not a whole season it, you know you need to be able to do it i've i've recently started playing um days gone on the playstation because i got um the playstation plus Plus it like relaunched and so i have been going around shooting and smashing up zombies <laughs> with axes uh, waiting for the new season of Walking Dead. So that one's looking pretty good. Um, also, X-Men 97 will be dropping onto Disney Plus on fall 2023, so pretty much over a year to go. This is a continuation of the 1990s series. Magneto's taken over the X-Men as Professor X has headed off into space to be healed. And they'll be have a load of characters in here that we've seen on cable. You're going to have Nightcrawler co-hosts of stuff. Um, it's also been confirmed the second season has been greenlit already. Uh, this kind of gets everyone quite surprised again they're the greenlighting stuff that they've not even released yet. Like That's because they know this is going to hit. Um, so they're really going to lean in. I'm really looking... This is, again, like, for me, X-Men was like... This was Marvel when I was a ki- teenager. This was the best of Marvel, you know, and this series just introduced me to this character. It does feel like Kevin Feige's got the same love for this series, because he seems to, um, I mean, we already had two callbacks in the movies and the series, so if, they seem to really like this series, and this is the basics of what they want to go off of.
1: Yeah, uh, this was a, a fantastic series to grow up with. This and the Spider-Man series that was coming yeah. out at the same time, and uh, to jump ships, they also had the yeah. Batman uh, animated series, which is like,
0: Probably still the best superhero. Uh, that I mean, we, we. I mean, we. I mean, that was just a period. I mean, I was like oh. 14, 15 when this came out, and it was like perfect. know um, I used to set my VCR on timer to come on to record like uh, like breakfast, Television TV on Saturday mornings because I'd be like on on the ice cream van selling for my Saturday job. But I would record the whole show just fast forward to get through to watch it. oh so yeah so the days before you don't even know what it's like now I'll oh, just fire it up no you know <laughs> sit through know, <laughs> when they'd say it'll be on at 10 50 it's like no it didn't start to like like an hour later because they were yapping or something yeah uh, I, I
1: those those are very heavily nostalgic days for I think a lot of us getting up on Saturday morning and there was the X-Men and there was Spider-Man and there was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and all sorts of fun things like yeah. that and I don't want to glorify it too much because there was plenty going on at the time too but I I will never forget watching X-Men and they cut away for a briefing for Operation Desert Storm or whatever it was and I was just my little like eight-year-old me was just furious at, <laughs> that, that they were interrupting my my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, and X-Men and things
0: yes not good but no it's it's, it's 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 definitely i'm really liking the idea that this one's turning back. so yeah so i think i think on the marvel side of things we, we're doing pretty good now so we know we've got what if next year um x-men at the end of next year moving into the year after we've got spider-man and then we know we've got more more of everything you know this is basically i would imagine the next what three to four years of animation probably set now with that these shows i mean i'm sure they'll be
1: adding to it as well but at the very least we have definite uh touchstone points Mm. throughout the next several years we can go all right this one just finished up time for us to
0: wait for that one uh, and so on and
1: it's nice to have this roadmap
0: well i mean i think i'm hoping we get a better of a clearer roadmap um either at at, later at the marvel studios panel or by d23 we get a proper but i think we're we're, starting to come together a bit more of how this is all connecting out so lots of stuff there coming out of san diego comic Con. we also got to see a small clip of and a behind-the-scenes look of the new national treasure edge of history series which is going to be coming later i'm thinking this might be a fall or a winter series because they, they they're coming soon and with posters and video stuff i feel like this might not be that far off what did you think of this the sneak peek i didn't actually watch the sneak peek i kind of want to go into this mind it was an intentional choice yeah. it wasn't meant yeah i missed it or
1: anything like that um i don't have quite as much affection for the movies as you do we all
0: know you love those movies, but American history that's how I learned what, what I, the, independence, the independence was. Yes, it's a shield <laughs> that you use to block bullets with, like quite literally
1: in that movie. Um, but I am looking forward to this. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun, and it, it's the kind of brand they need that is not Disney, not Marvel, that they can use to prop up Disney Plus. With you no, know, look, we have other things that are that are not
0: Star Wars and that are. Uh, good quality and recognizable names so, looking so they've got harvey cartel was coming back to do probably like a cameo. so they were asked about nick cage and they said oh he's really busy i think they're gonna do this at d23 i think they're gonna bring him out and be like he's in an episode i think they're gonna do it i think he's he'll appear in anything if you pay him so um i can't see a reason why he wouldn't be back for this to, just to and but yeah, D23, D twenty three Disney branded. Television. That's where I'm expecting Nick Cage to be kind of revealed. I don't think he's gonna be all in all of it. I just feel like they're gonna bring him in for something. I could see him guess. doing
1: a cameo or or um, at least like video flashbacks mm. of them explaining what he did in the movies with with new uh, films and things like that. It yes, I think as you said, Nick will do literally anything if you put money on him. He's he's one of those actors. That's not an insult, by the way. He's one of those actors. Who just like every project has something for me to learn from. I will accept literally
0: everything if my schedule allows it. Uh, Christopher Watkins, another one who does that. Mm. Right now, before we go into any of the reviews, just a quick um, thank you and um, to all of our Patreon and YouTube channel members. So they help support the channel. You can do some from as little as two dollars a month. So we've got Maud, we've got Raphael, Adam, Dana, Ricky, Dave, my VCS still works, Bina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. Thank you so much for your support on YouTube, and well, on Patreon. Big hello and thank you to Paul, Daniel, Elliot, we've also got Aero, Caleb, Red Marsman, Cody, um, Chris, Jacob, Darren, Lauren, the juice. We've also got Andrew and a huge thank you to Sarah for your support. Quick note, um, there will be a live stream um, this coming Sunday. Um, just a quick note, it will be an hour earlier than normal due um, to just, just life. Uh, so I'll be doing it. I'll probably do a little bit longer, but also um, with all the set, hopefully with a lot of Marvel's stuff to talk about tomorrow anyway. So keep an eye out for that. Right, let's now talk about um some of the new content that got released this week. So there wasn't any major new Um, Disney Plus original this week. It was a bit of a lighter week. Um, I did watch the first two episodes of High School Musical, the series. Um, This is now set in like a summer camp, and so they all go off, and they're going to be basically putting on a performance of Frozen, but it's going to be recorded for a documentary that will be (laughs) hearing on Disney Plus. They're going full on, full on, um, like, so yeah, there's a whole, like, better versus better, so it's all going into it. So there's a few of the characters have been trimmed off, um there's they reference them, and I think they come in later on, but so there's just a few of them that go off to this camp much more now about um it's it's no longer about um was it Gina regargo she's she's gone off she's going off to do a story a separate story with her mum's um which basically means they can write put her in just for a few minutes here and there, so she's not a major part of it. Lots of stuff I know a lot of fans of the series are really excited about where this series will go. I really enjoy it. It's my guilty pleasure for this summer will be this show. I'll be watching it every week. It's stupid, it's daft, um, but I like it. And it's it. It felt like it got back to. I watched those two episodes, and then I was like, oh, I would like to. I could. I could probably binge through the lot. If they gave it to me. I probably would have watched them all, but because it, it's just it's easy television. It's fun. The characters are fun. There's lots of music, and you know they're doing songs from Camp Rock and Frozen and other bits and pieces, and it's just fun and. It was that thing of it felt like it got back to its core a bit, and I think taking it into a new location, um, trimming down the characters, introducing some new ones, but also they plan they plan for COVID restrictions, and therefore the show is better because they you know there's a lot of outdoor stuff um you know you kind of very easily notice it but it's actually on the lines of it's working it means the story's better they they're flowing it wasn't like the last one where everything just kind of the 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 gears changed and they didn't know what to do this one's you don't know you wouldn't notice it unless you were looking for it that's the key thing right and there was a period where pretty much every television show
1: so not just high school musical but pretty much anything you were watching that was coming out new would be like oh, all the characters are suspiciously standing far apart. And look, there's no extras in these scenes at all. It's just the core cast. And, uh, you know, it, it was very much them trying to adapt stories that had already been written into the that prediction environment. But we are now at the point where the stories are written with the restrictions in mind. Uh, we've said that plenty of times now. So yeah. expecting much better things. Obviously, season two, I only made it like an episode or two in before. I was just This is... It, I have very much tried to be understanding of shows, but at the same time, like, you know, if it's not good, yeah. then it's not good. Even if I understand it's not really their fault. No. Uh, so let, as I said earlier in this episode, I will check out season three, but mostly because there's nothing else major coming out
0: when it launches yeah it's because we've got 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 an episode next week um i'm trying to think what else we got we got uh, under the banner of heaven comes out here in the uk next week right but that's already Um, done here yeah um pray is the week after isn't it so Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just trying to think yeah we got we got a little bit of a, a lull between I'm the series right now, which I think is actually a good thing. I don't think it's bad, especially with the Marvel and the Star Wars, to give us a break, because we're going to have a lot going into the fall. I think right. we're going to be having multiple shows. I am um, very
1: excited for Andor, uh, yes. and I'm, I'm happy to have a little bit of a quiet time before that.
0: Yes, um, it gives you a chance to catch up on some other shows. Um, we've got Only Murders in the Building, so that dropped on Hulu and Disney Plus around the world on Tuesday. Just, The show just continues, just that thing of just like, it's so easy, isn't it? Just just easy, an easy show to watch it is they
1: the chemistry between the three main characters is just so much fun and then this growing cast of secondary characters it is is really well done having said that and i know i said that a lot this episode but having said that this was not one of my favorite episodes no. i think it was more the um kind of cringy uh, martin short doing the um, murder mystery um son of sam thing or it's kind of like especially when he goes after uh kara and yeah you know trying to get her to admit that she's the murderer and just like this is going on way too long and i'm yeah. really uncomfortable and i want to skip past this which i'm sure was at least mostly intentional you're supposed to be sitting there going oh oh please stop just stop doing this but it was really hard for me to sit through that scene
0: yeah. um it's gonna mean because obviously there was, there was the big there was a big thing at the end of the episode of it's like oh he really wasn't paying attention of what no. was going on but yeah so a, a good good episode we also had a new episode of the Orville um watch that one this morning I'm not gonna lie I lost the sky remote for a day <laughs> good <laughs> I was just like I can't wait I can't it's like I want to put it on and but I'm not and I'm like oh I yeah, so yeah, and, you know it's bad when it's gone that far down the sofa. I ordered a new one, and then my wife managed to find it. <laughs> and then I was like, cancel the order before it the because oh. I was just like, I, you know, like I spent an hour trying to find a, find it, because my wife finds it in like two minutes. <laughs> so watched it this morning. Um, it kind of felt like this was the uh, to wrap up that entire story that's uh, been going on for a couple of seasons now. The whole thing with the Mucklands and with the daughter and kind of. Yeah, it kind of feels like we're building up for this big um, finale coming up in an episode or two time. Because I think we've got, what, three more episodes? I'm not sure how long the season is. I this think there's 11. I think there's 11. So I think we're, we're, yeah, we've got a few more episodes to go. But it feels like we're building up to the idea that, you know, they'll come in probably at the end and help. They'll need to be helped out or something like that. Um But, yeah, no, I wasn't saying it was the best episode of the series, but it kind of nicely wrapped everything up. I wrapped up that particular
1: storyline the one with um bordis's daughter and uh yeah. her acceptance into mockum or not acceptance into mockum society as it was uh and just kind of wrapping all that up and they've been towing around this we have to keep the mocklands happy because they they supply us with the weapons and the, and if without them the Kalon are going to probably destroy us all and then they're just going you know what this is too much you guys we we are not compatible with this belief system that you have of women are inherently like not even inferior just like get
0: rid of all of them and yeah, well that's it they just don't there's they don't exist they don't need yeah. them it's and... a very very powerful episode in some ways um you know very much reflective of a mirror of what's going on in the world right now um again you know no humor this is Straight up, some of the special effects looked a little bit ropey when they were trying to leave. The, I mean, I it was quite in fact, like I'm doing a, a Star Wars scene through. Um, the bridge was a little bit funky, but um, yeah, I, I thought this one was a fun one.
1: It's a good episode. I am, it's been an important storyline, but I am kind of glad to put this one behind it. It's been a focus for three seasons, and I'm ready for them to tackle something else now. Uh, so. The last couple episodes will probably lead up to them getting into, like, the final major battle with the Kalons. And as you said, something will happen. Maybe it'll be the Mocklins, Maybe it'll be something else. Maybe it'll be from last episode or two episodes ago where they'll turn on the emotion ship in all of the Kalons somehow. And they'll realize, oh, this, this is actually yeah. really bad. We shouldn't be wiping out all that. Something like yeah. that
0: yeah that might be a, a way of them kind of doing that I, be def- I think that they've set that up haven't they
1: they have well, that, that
0: now you mentioned i'm like oh yeah that's <laughs> that i when
1: i was watching that particular episode I was like ah this is them setting up the plot point now yeah. it might also be a red herring it might be that's the direction they go and then they have to find something else because it doesn't work because remember um, for isaac you know the he it it only stayed on for a little while and then it fried out because he was part of the the second yeah. line or the third line Anyway, we'll wait and see what they're doing with that. A handful of episodes left. The humor is mostly gone, but this is still a really good series. If you are a sci-fi Star Trek fan and you've been sitting on this, um, well, at this point, just wait for season three to finish and then just
0: start from the beginning and,
1: and go all the way through. But this is really good.
0: Yeah, and also um, a show which um, comes out on Friday next week or Wednesday. I think, I think it might be Wednesday. Um, light and Magic, a brand new documentary series all about um, industrial light and magic. So I have managed to watch the entire series. Um, I put it the six episodes. They are all an hour apiece, so they aren't short. Um, the first like episode is more about like getting the team together. And this was back in the 70s before they made Star Wars. And in all honesty, they didn't know what they were doing. And they will say that. They, they were making it up as they were going along. They were a ragtag group. They're just The technology didn't exist. They were making it up as they were going along. The second episode was more like um, more Star Wars based of how they did it. And then episode three was like the how they did Empire, where they had the pressure. They felt much more pressure for that second one um, because they were like, well, you've done it now. You have to keep it. They're like, yeah, but we don't really know how we did it. <laughs> <laughs> the, and then from there, it starts to glide them more into like in, into the company um, through like the uh, working on like Return of the Jedi, uh, the Indiana Jones films, and then kind of stretching out and working on other films. Um, I'll be honest, there's, there's, there's re- and very much if you're a fan of the original Star Wars films, the first few episodes are fantastic. There's some real detailed. Accounts. You got interviews there, like with James Cameron, Steven Spielberg. You've got a load of people that were involved in it. You really learn a lot. Um, I I really enjoyed that one. There. There's a lot of discussion about the stuff that they did in the '80s and in the early '90s, when they moved into graphical, into um, CGI, and like Terminator 2 and all of this area. However, and then they kind of move into a little bit of like the Phantom Menace of of like a real shift in their technology. But I'll be honest, it was it was like I, I got to the end of the series like yeah guys if you you have done something in the last 20 years, it would be you know they, they kind of touch on it like quickly. It's like okay, is that season two? You're gonna do the second half. <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit like you like there's a big there's a big difference between Terminator two and the Mandalorian. There's a little bit of technical difference in between that. But um if you are interested in how they made films and special effects, this is a this is a must-watch. Um, it's serious. There's no like they're not messing about with humor or anything like that. I um, mean, you see all the sets, all the it just looks fantastic. You know, you really get to learn like how they made those original Star Wars films and why they have held up and how they basically just changed the industry. Because before that, you know, it just wasn't around. You know, they were basically making commercials. That was all there was. Um, but yeah, so if you like behind the scenes, you got to watch it.
1: Yeah, uh, this is already on my list. So I, I was gonna watch it anyway but i'm very excited for this and i love hearing them talk about the the original star wars and empire strikes back in particular because we look back at them now and like oh yeah the special effects they they look a little dated you can see maybe like where they did some cutting and pasting for the tie fighter and things like that and but back then it was revolutionary and i know uh, one story where they were talking like, "Oh, you want to do like Buck Rogers, where you can see the strings?" And then, "No, I want to not
0: see the strings." Well, so it's, it's like little stories, like of how they did. Like Hoth was such a problem for them mm-hmm. because it was white; they couldn't hide stuff as easily. I and mean, you know, the map—they like they would have all in—you wouldn't have seen it in the first one, but everyone had like a black outline around it. But of course, you could, didn't need to see it because it was in space. Because you put that on a white ice thing, and that was fine. Or even just. Like doing the walker, you know, how long it took them to do stop motion with those walkers. Um and the sets that they throw and stuff. It, it is uh I mean it's kind of fun as well. In some ways, Star Wars got saved because of that shot of when the um the pod gets ejected from uh the the was it the Yannon? Is it the Yannon? Of, one of the, the very first ship when in the opening scene of Star Wars, when they shoot the, the, the droids out. On, So they go down to tattooing you know that whole shot that they filmed of how they did it and they explain how they do it all That was what saved the film because when they took it to like the Fox They were like we need more, you know, we're spending a lot of money It's you know, we're doing a lot of stuff, but this is like what we've got so far and they were like oh. They were amazed by it because we've never seen anything like it. Of course you look at it now You don't even think about it. It's just like no, You know, but it's reg- yeah,
1: it's a regular special effects shot anybody can do that shot because these guys created the techniques yeah. that you that even now are still used um the one that I remember is from Empire Strikes Back again back on Hoth uh in the original version it, it's been edited out now but the when you're in the snow speeders you know there's a couple shots of them doing strafing runs and things like that they're actually translucent it, it's like a 99 grade but you can actually see like through the structural supports uh like the at and things yeah. like that because
0: that was one of the tricks that they did to film against a white background. Yeah, and also I think also there was this whole thing of I think that's why George went back and redid it for those re-releases mm-hmm. because he could see he was a perfectionist and he really struggled with some of the aspects of it. But I mean, he literally like if he went to the you know he went to hospital because he thought he was having a heart attack when they were making that film. That was how much stress he was under. If you like, if you if you're a fan of Star Wars this is a must watch um if you just like it's just a really very well made very polished behind the scenes and it's not fluff it's not like a fluffy what piece in someone, you know like like behind the attraction. it's not like oh you know f- gimmick it's like no this is much more serious but you know it tells you a story very well done very well done i can't recommend this one enough Nothing. I'm right to for it Yes, so <laughs> I think I know that kind of, This is the thing, of like, oh, oh, what's coming out I don't remember, oh no, that's coming out next week mm-hmm. But yeah, so there we go, so that is all of this week's news So as I said, um, be sure to check us out over at What's On at Disney Plus to keep up with all your latest Disney Plus news So we're going to have um some more bits and pieces coming up From San Diego Comic Con um over the weekend Obviously with new videos and stuff going up um, throughout the week So you might notice if you're on the YouTube channel I have been doing... L- more videos but single story ones seems to be going down well looking at the stats and stuff so that's what i'll be carrying on with to expect more updates throughout the week and next week episode 200 and i'll be honest we, we aren't planning a big event or anything like that when i'm gonna be- <laughs> <laughs> It's just like episodes because i had a few people go what are you doing for episode <laughs> 200. um it's a shame that it didn't tie up with um d23 that would have been a little bit different but yeah so but yeah so it, We'll be back next week with another one. And on that note, guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon. Laters. Later. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at what'sondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I just see you guys in another video. Later.